Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Hey, my friends, it's Brandon, and I'm excited for this special series we are beginning right now called The Influencer Series. If you're on my email newsletter, you know I've sent out a few emails recently about how I do my career. 
you guys are always asking about that part of my life, you know, the part of my life that's more of the influencer side of things than just teaching the personal development, meaning my career as a coach, speaker, author, writer, trainer, someone who's out there every single day, you know, sharing my message and earning income from it. And lots of questions always come up about that in terms of marketing, you know, how do you create a massive online community around your passions, your mission or your cause? How do you create viral videos? How do you host these events? How do you get sponsors? How do you get featured in the media or sell online courses and subscriptions? How do you launch these podcasts and these courses and these books and blah, blah, blah. I know you guys are always excited about hearing that. So I'm starting a series today that we're just going to call the influencer series, where we're going to really break down some very tactical practical things that I do in my business, but also some larger practical things in marketing that will really give you insight into how this industry works. Now, when I say the industry, of course, not everyone loves it. We say just influencer, but really that's what the industry's become known as. It used to be the expert industry, and then it became the thought leader industry. And now anyone who's really an author, speaker, coach, seminar leader, online trainer, social media thought leader is often bucketed under the influencer industry, which I'm totally cool with. And in fact, many of you know, we have launched Influencer 2019. That is where you can go for three days and learn from me and really 10 of I think some of the greatest influencers alive today, how we built our business and how you can start from scratch just like we did. If you're interested in that, just go to influencertickets.com to claim your tickets. We've got tickets coming up uh, October uh, 10th through 12th in San Diego. Um, Influencer will be an annual event, so that's your only chance to attend and learn from us. It's October 10th through 12th in San Diego, and just go to influencertickets.com dot com to get your tickets. Now, with that, this first uh, kickoff, I thought I'd do something where I really get to share about my journey and what I've learned as an influencer through the rebroadcast of an awesome episode my friend Lewis Howes did on me. I was on Lewis's podcast called The School of Greatness, and we did a special two-part epic journey through my career as well as what I would recommend to you on how to think about the career, but also how do you think about marketing in general? And it was so hugely popular on his podcast that we decided to play it for you here in case you're not subscribed. I hope you will really enjoy this episode. It's Lewis Howes, the founder of the School of Greatness podcast, walking you through my career. With that, it's gonna be a two-part episode sequence, meaning this will be one episode here and then another episode. And then we'll jump into some very tactical marketing episodes coming up soon. Again, if you'd like to learn all of this type of stuff and you really dig it, make sure you go to influencertickets.com. Lewis will be speaking at our event, as will a lot of my friends, actually. Rachel Hollis will be there. Dean Graziosi will be there. Trent Shelton will be there. Uh, Tom Bilyeu from Impact Theory will be there. Anthony Trucks, you know, American Ninja Warrior. We've got so many unbelievably awesome influencers coming to teach you very tactical things. Again, that's October 10th through 12th in San Diego. Go to influencertickets.com. That's influencertickets.com to get your tickets. Without further ado, here's my awesome interview with Lewis House. Welcome, everyone. We've got my good friend, Brendan Bouchard. Let's go! Yes, baby. Thank you, brother. Excited. You were on here, was it two years ago? 
When was it last time? Two, I was two years ago. A year and a half, ago. two years ago, roughly. It was two years ago. Was that the first time I met you, like a month before then? It was, first, I think that was the first time we ever had like a real no, we, conversation. Was it on the podcast? Yeah. I think yeah. we met in person before, didn't we? At like Soho House for maybe a minute. That was the day of. Oh. Like you took me to Soho House for some like, I had some like eggs and tea and we came over. Here's what's funny. I feel like yeah. I've known you for, I don't know, like a decade, even though we've yeah. only been really hanging out for a couple of years. Yeah. I feel like I've known you for a decade because we've gone deep and yeah. done like intimate uh, work together, collaborations together. We've done... Uh, masterminds together, trips. trips. Whenever you go on a trip with someone yeah. and a group of people and you share these unique experiences, yeah. you feel like you bond faster. Yeah, I took you fishing and you beat me at it. <laughs> well, I beat you because I had a good partner, Dean, Dean, who was just catching everything. I couldn't catch a thing. I would catch it, but I couldn't reel it in. We went to Wyoming, uh, Jackson Hole together. You invited a group of about 10 to 15 high-level influencers. Yeah. So thanks for inviting me. We had an amazing time taking helicopters around the... Uh, the mountains, fly fishing, freaking hanging out, barbecue, campfire, all that stuff. Then we okay. just went to your new home in yeah. Puerto Rico. Yes. A week, was that a week ago? That's a week ago. Man, it's been It already crazy. feels like three weeks. So I much know. has happened. Yeah. We went to Puerto Rico. You've got a new home there right yeah. on the beach. It's incredible. Some new people joined the influencer mastermind that you got put together. Yeah. And uh, you've had an incredible career. You know, you've been in this game for 15 years now. Yeah. 2006. It's crazy. 2000. Yeah, 2006 is when I launched my first website. Uh, first book came out in 2001. Right, which Life's is a, Golden Ticket. Uh, student that, Leadership Guide. Oh, different a book one. for, yeah, I was still in college. I wrote a book for students and left it there called The Student Leadership Guide and it became this big thing, which is what helped me realize, oh, I could do books? Interesting. I took a corporate job after that, you know, like for working for Accenture, so I did leadership development for about seven years. But that whole seven years, I wanted to write. Life's mm-hmm. Golden Ticket. Mm. And it was just kind of waiting and kind of maturing and getting ready and and sometimes telling myself lies, you know, like, oh, I'm yeah, not ready, yeah, yeah. I'm too young. But Student Leadership Guide was kind of selling the background of colleges and I get these checks every month. I'm like, wow, maybe I could do a real book and maybe I will write Life's Golden Ticket, but I didn't have the hook or the angle yet. And so that book, 2007, Life's Golden came out. Uh, my first event was 2008, my first big wow. seminar that I did. Um, my first online course came out in 2008. And this is like, 2008 doesn't seem that long ago, no. but our number one refund in 2008 was because people couldn't play a 45 minute online course because buffer speed. Wow. Like no one even knows what that means. I mean, we're like the video wouldn't play. It, it would take like 20 minutes to watch to load, yeah. a two minute clip. Crazy. And we were doing online courses in 2008. So it was like, we were, we were early. I didn't know we were early, but looking back, I was like, Wow, we were like OGs up in here. Hosting video on like Amazon <laughs> S3, like uploading yeah. it, like it was all janky. There was no software or systems then. You have a multiple number one New York Times bestselling books. I think you've sold a couple million copies of books. Yeah, yeah. if you count digital. Digital, how many yeah. millions of copies roughly do you think range? That is a good Over question. two million of all your books at least. If you count digital, four or five. Four or five million, yeah. And partially, though, is because we also sell it on our own website. You sell it. You like do like one of the one of the things we were really early on was taking the power back from the publishers. Mm-hmm. So even if we have a great deal with a publisher, I still might do a big promotion where I release the PDF, or I might do a big promotion, you know, right. with you know Kindle that I don't have to worry about or audio or whatever. We'll do a big promotion on Kindle for a dollar ninety nine, 
So, yeah, yeah. you know, we kind of were changing up the model because my, my ambition was I want people reading my book. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to have to worry about the gatekeepers. So. And you were looking to build a business through leads. And, yeah. and, and it wasn't just about the book. It was about the book. And then what's next? Yeah. Give me an email. I'll yeah. give you my book. Yeah, exactly. I mean, after, after the book's been out for seven or eight years, I'm yeah. like, hey, give me an email. I'll give you this whole PDF. I just want you to read it. Yeah. Or, or, or buy it for $3, stay from my website. Wow. Like whatever it's taken like, to get people to read the books. That's correct. The mission has always been change people's lives in whatever modality I could figure out or learn to do that. Yeah. That's what I had to do. That's it. That's the key. And you've done, I think you said you did like 15 or 17 seven-figure launches in a row online. Yeah, 28. 20, I'm, 28. My numbers are off here. 28. Seven. I, the only reason I didn't do that because we had to make a presentation uh-huh. for the Influencer Magazine thing. We were trying to like talk about it. And it was 28 seven-figure online launches. Crazy. Uh, 19 of them were in a row. So that- 19 in a row, wow. That 2009 to 2000. You know, 15, we kind of defined the game for launching, especially personal development online mm-hmm. courses. There were a lot of people teaching marketing or, or launches or how to do a seminar or something like that. But we were like, personal development is harder to sell. It's harder you know. to sell, man. <laughs> it's know? hard to sell high ticket, too. Yeah. It's harder to sell. So you've been doing that. You've helped so many people launch their brands from their influence because there's a lot yeah. of influencers in the world who are really great at building, creating content that goes viral that or that attracts an audience. And they yeah. grow an audience and they know they have no clue to make money. That's it. They're broke, but they're changing the world, right? Yeah. It's like they're yeah. broke and they have millions of well, they followers. They think they're changing the world. It's yeah. like you're going to need a business and a movement to change the world. That's true. And that's what they they're like, "Well, I'm changing the world." Like, "No, you're popular." Right. But to actually change the world, change people, you need a curriculum. You need to be able to give them empowerment and tools. To be able to help to do that. And if you're going to actually make it, I always tell people, you can't sustain the mission if you don't make the money, mm. which was a big thing for me because I came from nothing, you know, you know, my background a bit growing up in Montana, we just had nothing, yeah. you know, we grew up in poverty. My parents working super hard between the, you know, two of them to raise us four kids, literally till this day, I have no idea how they did it. Yeah. Um, so my ambition was like, maybe someday I can make $40,000 because the richest people in our town didn't make that kind of money. Yeah. Uh, but that also can get in the way because sometimes people set their ambitions or their, their, their financial hopes based on where they grew up and they let their past or their current circumstances dictate the dreams for the finances they want in the future. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? They do something and it becomes really popular. And they're like, oh, this is working. And the number count they're watching is the fans and the followers, which is great. But what I'm always saying is like, what, please make sure you build a business mm-hmm. because if suddenly you're not as popular or you go broke or something happens, God forbid, if you haven't built the infrastructure to carry your message, then you're not being a responsible messenger. Mm. You know, an influencer without a business is a popular person who's busy. Yeah, <laughs> you know? all the time. And stressed because they're not making any money. They can't pay their rent. Yeah. I was having a conversation with Jay Shetty about this about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Because he was, I was always trying to push him to earn more. He mm-hmm. was like, you know, I'm happy with like just making, I don't know, I think it was like a hundred grand or maybe a few hundred grand, right? Yeah. I'm not sure the exact number, but he was like, I never felt like I needed to make more money because I felt like I just want to serve people. I want to give as much as I can. Yeah. And I said, well, you're really doing a disservice unless you start earning more because you can hire more people and transform those lives. Right. You can use the resources to create bigger projects, bigger production of, of movies and videos yeah. that can then infect people in a positive way. Yeah. You have to, world. people have to get out of their way about money. 
Yeah. And it's the hardest thing. I trust me. It was like there were parts of when we did our first launch. You know, I had, I had, when we did our first seminar. Afterwards, I went broke because I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know didn't know so much. Just completely went broke. Had to live with my girlfriend, who's now Denise, my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she was buying my groceries. She was supporting me. She was kind of the only person who knew what I wanted to do and, and really the only person believing and cheering it on. I like, I had that great support. Wow. You know, I, I will say, I, people say, well, you're so lucky, but I'm like, I am. I had a car accident that smacked me in the head and made me say, I want to live my life. Luck number one. Luck number two, great parents. Luck number three, a girl that believed in me when I didn't even quite believe in myself. Wow. You know? What year was but, this? Uh, I met Denise in 2003. Wow. So we were together five years and I proposed, so we've been together a long time. Wow. Um, but I remember even sitting there when I was, you know, bankrupt and she's, you know, sleeping in the bed and I'm on this little desk and next to that, next to the bed and I'm, I'm writing and all my bills and my paperwork and my vision boards were on the bed. And as I'm typing, she comes over and crawls under the covers to go to bed and I look over and it's, my woman sleeping under my bills, like literally. And um, I would say none of us want to be responsible oh my for the pain in other people's lives because yeah. of our own inaction. I just hadn't taken action, but I also didn't, I just didn't have any attachment to money my whole life, even now. I mean, you've seen what we do on our yeah, big yeah. trips. I'm like, let's go. I mean, I go crazy. <laughs> helicopters and this. Whatever. It's like, have a great time because I don't have an attachment to it. Yeah. But what I do have an attachment to is the mission. And I want to help people achieve their goals faster. I want to help people realize they have a second chance on this planet every day that they wake up. And if you have a second chance every day, that's a that's like evergreen. Every day is your life's golden ticket. You know, you get to choose when you woke up this morning, what's my attitude gonna be? How I'm gonna treat people? What I'm gonna focus on? What I'm gonna make happen? How I feel? Like we get to choose these things to like an extraordinary extent. So my whole thing is like, hey, you have a second chance. Use that. And this time in your second chance, in your, in your next relationship, in the next job, in the next moment, be more intentional. Mm-hmm. Be more service-driven. You know, lead with more heart. Um, you know, make sure you're, you're doing things that bring you meaning. Yeah. And if you really, if, like, if I really believe that as I tell it to you, then I would have to build the infrastructure to sustain it. Yeah. That's where the business thing comes in. I had to go, all right. And there was nothing about this business I was attracted to. Like literally. <laughs> you're very introverted. Very introverted. Like, I'm still, you know, I'm awkward even right now. I'm awkward <laughs> in a meeting. Like, I'm just, I'm, you've been with me on a deck by a pool. I'm different. I'm more relaxed a little bit. Um, but I had to learn everything. I had to learn how to speak. I was terrified of public speaking. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to do video, which was a super <laughs> so awkward, hard, hard thing. Yeah. Now we've had 250 million video views. But the wow. number I'm really proud of is 15 million hours of my online training has been watched. Wow. 15 million hours. That's, that's a lot crazy. of Brenda, that's annoying. But <laughs> but uh, you know, that's instruction, not no cat videos, no yeah, memes, yeah. no reposting other people's stuff. That's like online training content, 15 million hours. So I had, that's a lot of teaching. We have 27 online courses. 27 I've done. And I was terrified of video. I had to learn podcasting, I had to learn how to write books. But all I had was after my car accident, I said, I want to inspire people to understand we all have life's goal and ticket. We have a second chance. We can all live, love, and matter if we make that our intention. So let's start measuring ourselves and being more purposeful. And then I had to figure out how to do it. Well, you have to master your mindset. You have to master your habits. You have to be better in your relationships. You have to live for something. Mm-hmm. 
and optimize your health. Yeah. Yes. So if I really believed in that, I had to step back and some point and, and not go, what are my strengths? Because my strengths were, you know, sitting on a couch and eating Cheetos. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. at some point you go, no, no, what what is I want to be a service to? High performers don't often ask, just what are my strengths? I'll just do that. They say, what is required to be of service here? And let me grow into that. I had to grow into a business owner. Like I had to grow into a communicator. I had to grow into a writer and a podcaster. I didn't know how to do any of that. I just had something I wanted to share and teach the world. I had to learn how to be a researcher and conduct like original full scale psychological research, which was high performance habits. Like I didn't know how to do any of that. But if you, if you believe you have a, a message in your heart, you will be, you, you'll know that you have to build the infrastructure for it. Mm-hmm. So, because if you don't make the money, you can't sustain the it's message. It's hard, yeah, it's hard. You, you're, you're advising to Jay was really great because he's doing great now because he's changed that approach. Yes, and now he's he still cares about impacting as many people as possible, but he knows that the business model needs to be there, and he's been crushing yeah. it on both sides. Yeah. You know, he's been doing amazing. Yeah, now, this is all about becoming an influencer, and you've got an event coming up, and you've got a whole uh, magazine, influencer magazine, influencer yeah. event in 20, 2019 coming up in October. Yeah. October? October uh, 10 through 12 in 10 San Diego. 12 in San Diego. It's the first big influencer event for our industry. Now, who should be thinking about becoming an influencer, and who is it for and who is it not for? Because you're the yeah. introverted guy, so if you're introverted and you're scared and you've never spoken before, you've never written a book, should yeah. you even be thinking, uh, maybe this is for me or maybe it isn't? Yeah, I'm just thinking in my head as you're saying that, how many of our friends and fans are like, Brendan's not introverted. Yeah, I know. You're... But I always say, listen, you can't write six books and not be an introvert. Yeah. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't sit and do the hundreds of hours of curriculum development without being introverted. Right, but right. Uh, no, I think introvert, introverts can come, extroverts can come. It's somebody who says, you know what? I want to be a person of influence in the world where I'm affecting positive change. Mm. And you want to figure out how to have a career doing that. It's those two things. First is the heart and the soul of it. It's like, I, I want to create positive change. I want to be a role model. And I'll say, no one seeks to become an expert or a thought leader, which is what we used to call it. Mm. You know, Now we just call it influencer. But no one seeks to become an influencer unless in some way they have the role model mindset. That mindset that says, you know what? I want to do good and, and, and have other people see that and maybe inspire them. Yeah. You know, I want, to, I want to lead my life in a way that's an example for other people. And as soon as you decide to adopt the role model mindset where you say, I want to be an example for other people, it requires you to do the hard stuff. It does. To work out. Stuff you don't want to do. So you don't want to do. You don't want to work out. Right? You, you don't want to push yourself. You don't want to. But to be a role model, you have to demonstrate integrity and discipline and service. And most people, they won't challenge themselves that much. Oh, yeah. So I think first is the role model mindset. So first, I, I have that. I want to affect positive change. I want to be a role model for other people. I want to inspire people. I want people to see the passions I have and maybe learn from those passions. And I want to give people you know, empowerment. And then the other side of it is, oh, well, I wonder how I do that and get paid uh-huh. as, as a career. Because while influencer is like the popular word right now, this industry has been there. Right. For hundreds of years with mm-hmm. publishing, right? Um, it's just changed now. Influencers sit on top of more publishing platforms than we used to have access to. Right. But at the end of the day, we're still publishing content. We're still promoting and, and pushing work out into the world. But yeah. people go, well, how do you make money? Well, now you can earn money in so many ways. So many ways. The problem is most influencers coming up today think they're going to earn money just by doing brand deals. And I'm going to get popular and do brand deals. I'm like, oh, you're just, they're not... They don't understand the model. It's like, 
you know, we say in Montana where I'm from, the time to have the map is before you enter the woods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're trying to figure out the influencer space and you want to know all 12 major ways to monetize your voice, your content, your message, your brand, you should learn that as a menu before you pick one. And most people are earning like this much when they could be earning 10 or 12 times more if they just understood the model, but they think they're so clever and they're inventing this. Right. Like I know so many, I mean, so many people think, oh, we're not, you know, I'm original, I'm doing this. I'm like, this was here before. You, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? Just yeah, you and yeah. me too. Like yeah. we, 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 we rode in on giant shoulders. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I think it's for people who really have those two things. But there's more money to be made now as an influencer than there ever was before. Yeah. There's more opportunities. There's more models for making money, different methods. And you've got a couple of, of key themes and a framework on becoming an influencer figuring out your message, the model, the mechanisms, yeah. everything. And I want to kind of break them down. The first thing you talk about is the message, is getting clear on your message is what I'm assuming, right? Yeah, As yeah. an influencer, is it important to know what your message is? And how do you find your message if you're trying to become an influencer? Yeah, because the the death of most influencers they don't realize is their randomness. Right. You know, they're just excited. I'm going to post everything, you know, and I'll, I'm going to talk about everything. But they've never created a cohesive message that their audience goes, I get her. I understand her. It's not like you have to say the same thing over and over and over, but there has to be something that means something to you. Like one thing I admire about what you do, buddy, is how you talk about greatness. Mm -hmm. That theme and that messaging is so tight. And honestly, over the last three years, when I listen to your show, I'm like, he's just dialing this in, right? You, you, you know, your word choice. Now, you know, your phrases, you know what you're saying. It's not just being repetitive on those. It's just, that's who you are. And that integrity of your message is being shown, so you better be intentional about the kind of person you're trying to become. Because right. most people think about message, they go, oh, so I need to have a mission statement, Brandon? I'm like, right. no, 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 you are the message. The integrity of who you are and how you show up energetically and how you treat other people, that's the message. The role model mentality. Yes. Yeah, yeah the role, the role model. model of your message. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's what integrity is. It's mm-hmm. like, people are gonna watch you and go, are you congruent here and there? Uh, and if you're not, it's like that message feels funny to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you and I both know a lot of influencers, they've never done any deep in, introspection. Yeah. They've put on 50 different clothes and, you know, beautiful Instagram things, but they don't know who they are. Yeah. Or they got the mental health challenge, which is what we're to talk about later. Yeah. Uh, but the message, getting clear on your message and kind of like the theme of your brand, the yeah. theme of your influence, I think is key. Yeah. And this cannot, listen, it doesn't mean you have to be a perfect human being. You're going to make mistakes. You're yeah. going to learn. You're going to grow. But yeah. it's like trying to be congruent with your message consistently. For you, you know, it's it's high performance habits. For your book, you talk about it in your podcast. You talk about it in your events. You live that and Thank you it. showcase that. Yeah. For me, with greatness, it's kind of like what are the core themes of living a great life and business, health, relationships, and everything involved. And it's trying to do the best to live that all the time and talk yeah. about it consistently. Yeah. So including the failures. Absolutely. Like that's part yeah. of it. Showcasing like, the failures. I yeah. think when influencers showcase their mistakes and failures, it's it makes them more real, more yeah. likable. Yeah. That's why everyone likes me because I'm a hot mess all the time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you gotta get clear on the message first. Do you yeah. have a mechanism for it's like, well, I kind of like everything. Like, how do you figure out what your message is? Is yeah. there is there a process or just like some journaling that you could share with people? Yeah. I mean, first sitting down and saying, what do you want to be a role model on? Mm-hmm. Like if if if, if you want to be a role model. What is it about? Is it a, and how does that translate into a person's real life? Like, what would you say to an actual person to help them or inspire them? And you just have to start writing those words. Like, what would I say? 
Like, what would I say? It's that old thing of like, what, what, if you could put a message on a billboard or if something was written on your tombstone, like what, what are those things? Yeah. For me, like a lot of people know it's like live, love and matter. Yeah. Because when I faced my death as a 19 year old kid, I was like, oh, I learned I really want to live life. I, I learned because I was a heartbroken kid, I wanted to love again and feel my heart again. I learned that life is super short, so you better make your difference. So live, love, and matter became central to everything I did for 15 years. Yeah. Like every message revolved around that because that was me and that was a unique experience I had. I think a lot of people have to go and dig down deep into their experiences of their life and say, what were some of the gifts of the lessons that I learned? Mm -hmm. so, some of the awful things that happened to us or the challenging things, those, those struggles, there's a story there and that story can reveal some lessons or things that you might be a role model to for people. And it doesn't have to be so finite that it's like, this is it forever. Because you'll keep evolving, you'll yeah. keep learning. But there's there's hints there. And you can go dig in your past to find some of those hints. You can also just ask, well, what are, what are the passions that I really feel in my heart that I just want to communicate right now? Some people it's like, well, that's fashion for them. Some people it's health for them. Being a mom. Some being yeah. a mom, being an educator, just showing everyday life. Um, that's fine because ultimately, again, you are the message. So the most important thing isn't to figure out like, what am I gonna say? It's the most important thing is who are you? Who are you is the key. Dig deep, man. Asking like, that question. Yes, who are you? One of the things we do is we, I ask people, you know, come up with three words that describe the best of who you are. Mm, that's like great. these are aspirational words. If you could think of like three words, when I'm, when I'm at my best, these three words really define me. Yeah. And then I say, okay, now figure out what are three words that really describe the best of you when you're with other people? Like how do you treat them? And then what I have them do is I literally have them program in their phone the alarm, as an alarm. Right? Yeah, I have that in my alarm. Still 8.30. You still do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I need that's to it. I need to change to like 6.30, but it's that, like an 8.30 That's it. Reminder. Mine's still in here. You know, I've been doing this for whatever. There was my 9 a.m. Dynamic, bold, and confident. And that was for today because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm usually a little more reserved in Lewis's interviews because you know, he's the man. Uh, you know, uh, be yeah. a little more bold and confident. I have loving, giving, achiever. That's yeah, it. Love and giving a cheer. See? So I could probably change that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I switch mine every week. But um, so three words that you would describe as yourself, and then three words that you would want other people to describe you as, or that you would describe yourself. Yeah. So three words you describe yourself as, like the best of who you are. Yeah. And that's just you, like your identity. And then the other one is more like relationships, like three words to describe how you are with other people. For example, my word there, bold. Like that can describe me as a person, how I think, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't want you to ever go, well, Brendan, when he's with me, he's real bold. Yeah, like yeah, that's different. Yeah. Like how you are with other people should have a certain definition and description and how you are by yourself should have a certain, and that's how you start to get to know yourself. Like, oh, I'm like this as a person. And with other people, I'm like this as a person. Mm -hmm. And it's like just, shaping your own internal identity yeah. of your qualities. Yeah. And reminding yourself of who you are. Labeling yourself a little bit in a positive way. Yeah. Because most people, they take the labels the world gave them. Oh, you're just the athlete, Lewis. Yeah, exactly. Right? If you just took that and that was all you ever owned and you never explored beyond that, we wouldn't be here. That's true. Right? We're here because you explored who am I and you are still doing that. Mm -hmm. So am I. Like, it's not like it, it's a thing that stops, but people want to see you working that through. Mm -hmm. I think like 15, 20 years ago, like in my teens, I used to say like, man, you suck to myself all the time. Yeah. Like you're a loser. You suck. I hate you. You know, I'd say these words to myself, mm -hmm. like you're never going to do anything better than this person or you're never going to be enough, whatever. I would say these things internally. Yeah. And those start to shape you as well. Yeah. And they start to shape how you treat other people, your reactions and how you treat yourself. That's right. So I think this is a very powerful 
simple exercise that we've been doing for so many years now that we kind of forget yeah. the power of this. Yeah. But I'm glad you made this reminder because I never say those, say those things to myself anymore. Mm -hmm. It's always like, you know, you're kind, you're loving, yes. you're passionate, you're wise, you're giving, you're yeah. caring. I yeah. say these things all the time. Yeah. I never even say anything negative. Yeah, ever. and you give yourself patience on the days you're not. Absolutely. Like, and that's a hard thing for people because they're supposed to be kind and one day they're a jerk and then they're like, I'm a jerk and they go back to that yeah. old bad label. Suck, yeah. But it's like what your audience wants to see if you're an influencer is you working through the development of you. They want you, they want to be on that journey with you and see like, oh, I, I see him or her becoming because they're willing to ask the hard questions about themselves and explore who they are. Because if you can't be an influencer, not explore who you are. Yeah. I mean, even, even, you know, the great presidents of our time were always in motion of exploring who they are. The great business people. I mean, it's not like, you know, uh, Elon Musk has been exactly Elon Musk exactly 10 years ago as he is today. It's like you, you're seeing this evolution, this change. And sometimes it's a hot mess. And other times you're like, Oh, this person's, you know, yeah. people want to be on the journey with you as you're exploring who you are. And if you're not exploring who you are, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, the audience is not growing. It starts to die. They're not interested. So true. All right. Hey, my friends, are you enjoying this episode with Lewis? I hope you really are. We're going to really dive deep in this and the next episode for you on some tactics. But I really want to share the overall story and philosophy of how I approach this because I think it has given me some untold advantages and success. And if you want to learn more about how to do this, do yourself a favor and go to InfluencerMagazine.com because here's the deal. I know not everybody can attend Influencer Event in San Diego, October 10th through 12th. If you can attend it, great. You can also get tickets there at InfluencerMagazine.com. But also we've launched the Influencer Business Program, an online community and training that will also help you build your influencer career as an author, speaker, coach, seminar leader, social media thought leader, where you can work really anywhere, just sharing your passions, your wisdom, your life story, and really engaging an audience and earning an income and revenue from that. How do you have the influencer career? Just go to InfluencerMagazine.com and just choose. How do you want to play with us? Do you want to come to the live event? That's Influencer October 10th through 12th in San Diego. Or would you prefer just to learn from home online from us? You can click Influencer Business Program. Again, both those things are available at InfluencerMagazine.com. We are launching Influencer Magazine late winter this year and really going to be the voice of this industry, which we're really excited about. So make sure you go check it out, InfluencerMagazine.com to either join us live at the event or join us in the online training program. That's InfluencerMagazine.com. No further ado, back into my interview with Lewis Habs. So get clear on your message, figure out your three words, and that's a great start there. Now the next thing is figuring out your market. Yeah. What do you mean by that? What, like, is, what is a market? Yeah, well one, I don't like that term, <laughs> especially for guys like you and me who we do like so many walks of life yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. your show and my show. Multiple uh, industries and oh, markets. Yeah, I look at like, you know, how you look at the analytics of like, my, when I look at like the Brendan Show podcast, it's like all these countries, all these, like you can't, if you come to our events, I've gone to your events too, you can't do a demographic run no. of that audience. Not like all 32-year-old male sales no. executives no. And in that's the car the, industry. That's you the know. old world of marketing. You had to speak to one specific person. What people don't understand if they've never studied the history of marketing is that 
The reason that niche marketing came out, that concept of just identifying one person to talk to, um, and some people now say, you know, identify your customer avatar. I'm like, no, you're identifying avatars. It's mm-hmm. plural. Mm-hmm. Because the reason that came so popular in marketing back in the day was only for one reason, because in the 20s, sort of the golden age of marketing and advertising, you only had so much budget to run a certain ad on one platform. Mm-hmm. So you really had to get super niche and narrow. Now, we're able to reach a couple billion people. Now we're able to have broader conversations. So what you wanna do with your market is try to understand what are the aspirations of the people I want to serve looking like? It's about the aspirations, not about the demographic. It's the mindset. Yes. And I always talk about that, like for me, School of Greatness is not about, you know, the 32-year-old mom with two kids. Right. It's more of a a mindset and a mentality. Yeah. And um, that's what we look for, someone with a growth mindset. Someone I call them conscious achievers. Yeah. People are looking to achieve in their life, but in a conscious way. Yeah. They want to grow personally and they want to impact people around them. I love that. If they have that mentality, then you're a part of the community. Yeah. And that's who I try to speak to. Yeah. But it could be a 16-year-old or a 60-year-old. Yeah. It could be people from all over the world. But it's like this conscious, uh, achieving mentality. I love that. And that's what I focus on. I love that. You got to have that. Yeah. You got to have that. And what I tell people all the time is like, if you're not out with your students, your fans, your followers, and you're not really getting to know them, at some point you're going to lose that audience because you just don't know them. It's true. You need to know what's in their heart, not their age. You know it in their heart, not you know every part of their background or where they were raised and everything else like that. That kind of market analysis is overdone, and corporations love to pay for that. And right. when they do deals with me, they're always like, "Tell me everything about your people," and I'm like, "They have the aspiration to go to the next level." That's it. For me, that's it. That is my market. I I have always, for the last 15 years, marketed and talked to people who were in that transition moment of their life and ready to go to the next level. I didn't speak to those who were just starting. That was my mm-hmm. audience you know, who didn't know what person, I always went high end in the sense of like, I speak to people who are ready to go to the next level. They've already got one level of, you know, security or, or, or like sense of themselves or success. And now they're like, you know what? Next level time. So they're like in that phase where like gearing up, you know, yeah. they're like, here we go. They're not kind of like, oh, I don't feel motivated. I don't, I don't get, that wasn't my audience. My market was an aspiration to go to the next level. And I always focused on that. And it's what made for me with our brands, it's like, how did you do all those seven figure launches, 28 of them? I spoke to that aspiration specifically. So people knew this is for me. So if you're, this is for me. So in like a 20 seconds, say you were doing a video to attract the aspirational mindset or the heart set of this individual. Yeah. And it this you have a video that spreads out to the world and you yeah. know it's going to attract a certain type of person to come into your offering. Yeah. What would you say in 15 20 seconds a few key words that would be leading people into kind of where you wanted them to go. So it was the yeah. right kind of mindset. Yeah. What would you but say? You you're somebody who you've already you feel like you've tried everything. You know, you've been at this for years. You you don't feel like you've gotten that breakthrough just yet. You're doing good, but there's too many days you don't feel as motivated or as driven as you really want to, to go to the next level. And you feel like you need some more empowerment to really achieve that next level. Not kind of like just get inspired or motivated because that can come and go, but rather you're looking for real tactical solutions that will help you earn more, that will help you become more, that will show you like step-by-step, this is how you reach that next level. And not from my opinion, it's that I've spent 15 years researching yeah. the highest performing people on the planet. 
What they do is very specific. And if you're honest, you haven't been very specific. You've been random. Mm. And because you're good, you already have some success, you're able to just go through the motions. Yeah. But going through the motions is the killer of the high performer. It's true. Right? Because good to great. Yeah. Yes. Like, you, you can be good, but that's not going to take you to the next level. So I'm going to assume you're already good, but you sense inside that there's a restlessness and there's a struggle there mm. that you don't know what that breakthrough feels like. But you also, you're very aware of this next level. You have a dream. You have something you want to achieve. So let's just dial in your motivation. Let's dial in your habits, but let's give you the discipline and the willpower mm. to make it happen. Um, so get clear on your message to the market. Then there's a method. What does a method mean? Uh, I always love to talk about method with people. It's like method acting? We're, we're yeah, method? yeah, yeah. No, for real. It's like, like Picasso had a method. Mm. Van Gogh had a method. Beethoven had a method. Like They were thoughtful about the art of what they did. Mm-hmm. And influencers need to think about that. Like you thought about like, I want a podcast that's going to be like this. Exactly. And as you hone that in over the years, the podcast got better. Yeah. Because you brought more intention to the method. Right? Mm, that's true. Actors who just show up and kind of read the words, not good. But the greats, they're so thoughtful about the turn of the phrase and how they're going to do this. Right? The, the great musician, the great artist, they obsess about the actual art of the thing. Because... Again, just showing up, especially when you're good, it's going to limit you. Now you want to be more intentional and say, what is this? It's like I've shared with you before, you know, um, having the blessing of working with Oprah, she starts meetings by asking, what's our intention yeah. here? Like, greatness requires a lot of intention. It does. It and doesn't just happen by showing up. Yeah. You got to get clear on the results and yeah. the experience you want to create. Yeah. You see, a, you see a really high achieving influencer do a photo shoot way different than somebody who's not high achieving. Yeah. The intention and, and the placement of things of where this goes and how the this closing, works. Closing, everything. That's method. That's like mm. bringing art to the method. Like when I wrote Motivation Manifesto, I was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to write a book that's never been written before in its tone that hasn't been seen in hundreds of years. I was like, how do I figure that? I'm like, it was an art project. Yeah. If what you are doing as an influencer doesn't feel like an art project, you're just simply doing it wrong and you're going to burn out and you're going to quit. So give me examples of methods for someone like uh, a Rachel Hollis and a Jay Shetty. Yeah. What's like their method from your point of view? Yeah. Jay's super intentional about his videos. Like I got to sit them down and and we did an influencer day with him and we said, I asked him like 40 questions. How do you do these videos? He's intentional from when the video is changing to the tone of the music and when it's lifting to when other people appear in the video versus just him. He's intentional about the length of the video. He's intentional about what day the video is posted. Yeah. He's made the time, it. Time, everything. Because what most people do, slop it together, throw it up. He's like really try to dial it down to a very specific process that mm. draws emotion from people. And yeah. so that's a method. Yep. You know. And his thing is viral video. Yes. It's artistic viral video that creates an emotional feeling for yeah. someone. It's not just like this scientific videos. Yeah. Or how-to videos. Yes. So it's like an emotional feeling that people want to watch and share. And you've thought of that too as well. Yeah. That's why you've got you know hundreds of millions of views. Absolutely. And it's just like, you know, versus yeah. guys like me who sometimes just put up a very inspiring video, but we didn't put the B-roll in. We didn't put the music up and down. We didn't clip yeah. it at the right spot. You know, so that's the same, method. same, exactly. Different method, different, different method. results. Yeah. Um, and to those who put more into the method, they win. And they, They're the better exactly. the artists. Like an influencer has to understand you are in the art of impacting people. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the art of impacting people, you'd better focus on the art as much as the impact. 
You know That's really good. Yeah. What about someone like a Rachel Hollis? You know, yeah. someone who's skyrocketed over the last year and a half that yeah. seems like came from nowhere. Yeah. Right. We know that she's been working for seven years, written five or six books, and yeah. had a successful blog yeah. in a different space, but just boom, shot up one of the biggest selling books of the year behind, yeah. I think, Michelle Obama. Yeah. Kind of felt like overnight. Yeah. Like this influencer with millions of followers and huge business within a year quickly and documentary books now she's she's great what would be the method for someone like that that you see or is it kind of more no she it's again what it starts with being intentional about the art and what you're doing you know um about your message yeah i mean she still sits down every single morning she writes down here's what my dreams here's what my goal is or here's what i'm going to do you know she came out to this before everything really really took off she came out to the house um and we sat down together and it was so clear. She was asking me questions about the, like where her career could go that were really thoughtful. And people don't see that all the time because she might just post, you know, here's what I'm wearing today yeah. or here, here's a picture of the kids. But she's really thoughtful about where her career is going. And she's super thoughtful about talking to the women in her market from a place that she's been there. Like she gets it. She, she knows that woman. She knows that person's experience. And she's going to verbalize that. And she's very thoughtful about the words she uses mm-hmm. to connect. Because the part of the biggest method in influencing is being very artful about your messaging. It's true. She doesn't say a lot of things over here, but she says these things over here all the time. Over she's, and over again. It's over like a over. formula. It's like every yeah. six posts you see this, you know, another kid photo that's talking about this yeah. something different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So she's always in the audience's mind and mm. using the words they use mm. and ex- describing the feelings that they have. She's also part of her method, her real art is her vulnerability. Yeah. To say, you know, start a book. I peed my pants. Yeah. Like literally, you know, yeah. she, she, you know, this person dumped me, mm-hmm. you know, I hated myself cause I was like this. I almost got divorced. Yes. You know, this, that know, takes a lot of body intention shame. to yeah. go, you know, I'm going to reveal some things here that I'm not comfortable with, just like you did with Mask and Masculinity. That was guts. That took a lot of art versus just saying, hey, here's a, you know, let me tell you guys this. It's like, no, I'm going to reveal this story and this vulnerability. That's art. And what people don't realize is the greatest artists of all time were incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. As much as they were telling you what to do. We love Bob Dylan, not just because he told us what to do and he, you know, made us want to throw our hands in the air and like march or get fired up. It was the vulnerability of the journey. Yeah, That's why course. we love Kerouac. That's why we love Emerson. That's why we love some of the real greats is because they, they were thoughtful about sharing insight into their pain. Mm-hmm. Because people, you know, the influencers who fail always are bright and shiny. And they don't realize a lot of art does come from pain. Mm. And a lot of the messages that actually does help people, you know, is acknowledging things. Like for years, I didn't want to tell people that at the beginning of my career I went bankrupt. I told them how much I struggled and it was hard and I I had to get out of my own way and all these other things, but I didn't want to use the word bankrupt. I was like, oh God, you know, because that was just like, here I am teaching people stuff that I had this huge struggle. And I was like, no, and one day I just said, that just happened. So let me describe what had happened and not be afraid of it. I, I wouldn't know from that moment we would go on to build, you know, yeah. everything that we built uh, by any means. But I wanted to avoid that because it was so yeah. painful to yeah. me. And at some point, real artists connect to the pain and they give it voice, verbalization, or symbols. Yeah, the greatest songs are not just like fairy tales. You know, there's there might be a beautiful ending, but it's also like some darkness and struggle in there yeah. as well. Yeah. 
And that's what you can do in your business or as an influencer. What would you know what the greatest art there always comes down to being, almost not always the method, is you learning to fight for who you are. Ooh. Because right right now, you think about the biggest memes that we see right now, it's always like, don't let them judge you, don't let them tell you down, don't let them tear you down, don't let them hate on you, don't let them stop you. And that whole that what's central to that, the architecture of that actual messaging is live your life, show your truth, be who you really are. Not what everyone else expects you to be. And that's what always comes back to the message again. You are the message. And if you keep dampening yourself based on what other people tell you to be or how you're supposed to be, then all of a sudden one day you wake up unfulfilled and you wake up unfulfilled, guess what? Not easy to be motivated. Not easy to be motivated, then guess what? You're not gonna create the content, the curriculum, the products, the programs, the business. Because you know, some people look at us sometimes and they're like, oh, well, he just does a podcast. They have no yeah. idea you have this empire behind that. Right. Right? People go, oh, Brendan does, what is he? He does some email. He's, <laughs> he's big on Facebook with quotes. Uh, okay. And they have no idea of a huge, you know, we've 200 employees across my brands. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the impact that we've had, let alone just what I do, it's all the other people we've mentored and, you know, like inspired that can't come from a place of me being unfulfilled. That's right. I have to work so hard to be a happy, fulfilled, motivated, disciplined man mm -hmm. so that I can have that perpetuate across the brands and the business. That's it. Yeah. What would you say is your method then? And um, has it changed over the last yeah, 10 years? Yeah. Is it okay to change your method? Yeah. I think it always does. I mean, no actor does a movie the same way. And if they do, you're tired of them. Right. Um, I think it's a tremendous amount of diligence in sitting down and asking what is it I want to convey here and how do I want to do it in a way that's unique to me and different in the market so what do I want to convey how is it unique to me how is it different in the market and so like my, my greatest art piece so far was motivation manifesto you read that and you're like I've never read a book like this my entire life yeah. it's you know it's written like it's you know from the founding fathers of our country kind of tone you know it reads a little like the 1700s <laughs> but it punches you in the face every page to it's, be or not to be yeah right. it's like such a hard right. like it, it's like you read it and you're like whoa i really got to focus on these words here this guy there's no fat in that entire book mm -hmm. there's not one word you could take out it's just like i worked so diligently on that and I think what that was was an evolution of me saying i don't want to just create books to create books to sell books to make money and to inspire people in this specific way, I want to be challenged in my own artistic mm, process. Yeah. I want to push the boundaries of what my art can be. I don't know how to write a book like this. It's not even my tone. I'm gonna to figure it out. Yeah. High forms habits. I've never done a full scale psychological science research-based book. And I was like, you went deep in that, like two uh, years of research, three. three years of research. Three years of pretty much every day of my life. You didn't talk to anyone, you were yeah. just like in the hole. Yeah, in the hole. The largest study ever done on high performers, even to this day, no one's beat wow. it, right? Two million plus data points, people from 190 countries. We had all these academics looking at my research, trying to make sure that we got our correlations right and our variables right and all these other things. Like, I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. But that was an evolution of me getting better and stronger and more nuanced at what I was doing. Wow. And I'm telling people, you know you're in trouble if you keep going through the motions. Yes. The more you go through the motions, the more you get miserable about the work. The more you're intentional and you challenge yourself to push your boundaries, the more you'll stay alive. Yeah. What's the personal development quote by every famous personal development person, which is just like everything great is on the other side of fear or your comfort zone? Yeah, that's right. So you've got to constantly, it sucks because you're going to get, it's good and it's bad because you get in the groove. You build this momentum of something that you're good at. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I've mastered this skill. And yeah. look at all the growth I'm gaining from this. But over a certain period of time, you're like, 
this is getting easy now. Yeah. And you have to constantly challenge yourself. Yes. And force a challenge because, well, you could just live off of this easy money, this easy yeah. success. Yeah. And stay there for a couple of years. But guys like me and you and the people that we hang out with are constantly reinventing. Yeah, and pushing, pushing, pushing us. And it's not easy. Yeah. It's not And sometimes when you reinvent, this is the challenging thing that people don't realize. It's like you reinvent and put energy on something new, then the thing that was doing really well and making money over here, it kind of goes down a little bit. Yeah, that's right. And you had something for years, you know, that was making lots of money. And yeah. now you're reinventing it into a new model yeah. with the influencer event coming up. Yeah. And it's like, well, this thing's been working for, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. Yeah. Like making, Ten years. Making millions of dollars yeah. a year, impacting the lives of tens yeah. of thousands of people every year. Yeah. Why change this Yeah, thing? this is Experts Academy. It's yeah. not broke. Why are you going to fix it? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, let's keep just doing the same thing People forever. think we're crazy doing this a little bit. Like, yeah, so, of course. So, so he's referencing Experts Academy. Experts Academy is... The biggest to this day. People love it. Yeah. People it's the marketing trainer. For, love it. It's the marketing trainer for all thought leaders. People, the biggest, the best. People have built multi-million dollar businesses just yeah. off of coming there and yeah. implementing this information. There were years where 65% of the New York Times bestseller list in the nonfiction category were Experts Academy graduates. It was like we taught the whole industry. How do you do books? Yeah. How do you do seminars? How do you do online courses? How do you do subscriptions? How do you build your following? How do you build the following? Yeah. And But we really focus on the business model. And, but we were talking to people who were experts or who identified as thought leaders. Mm -hmm. These days, people don't really see themselves as experts in many areas, and many people don't think of themselves as a thought leader yet. They're like, and, I was just a writer. That now I'm an influencer. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, great, okay, then I've got to change. Like, we have to adapt. Like, okay, it's, it's a new phrase, it's a new language, but here, the same, they have to learn the same business models and skills. So yeah, we're, we're, we're changing it up, and I think that the, the willingness to change it up is so important in the method because I, I just tell people all the time, if you are miserable, you have to know that neuroscience, neuroscience lets us know that one of the biggest things that lights our brain up is novelty. It's true. Like difference. Mystery, and, novelty, yes. something new. And listen, everyone go through emotions for three or four years and be like, oh, phew. It's like, it's like a, sometimes when you make it, it's like, oh, let's just do this for a couple of years. Let's take a breath. And I'm like, everybody goes through that. That's great. Yeah. But if that goes on for too long, you become miserable. And then something has to break or challenge inside or in your market or in your yeah. business. And you go, we need to change. We need to grow. We need to transition. And that's when the next level stuff comes up. That's it. It's time to go to the next level. That's why I think it's always important to be focusing and doubling down on what's working. And also yeah. like working on things in the pipeline that are going to come out yes. in a year, two that's years. It. You know, I've been that's working it. on this documentary for a yeah. couple of years. It's Which like, is awesome, by the way. Did you see the yes. whole thing yet? Yeah. I was going to tell you that later. You're amazing in it, dude. Thank you. No, I, I, <laughs> funny thing you're is, great in it, right? I totally didn't realize even... But you're it, it was great. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I didn't. I, I was just there to 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 compliment you, and they asked me all these other questions. I thought I was doing a testimonial for you, no, essentially, man, because no. I, I I just wanted to speak and share how much no. I admire who you are and what you do, and thank it you. turned into this wonderful interview they did. The story and, was powerful. You shared. Thank you. It's it's really powerful in the movie too. Yeah, the side of people great. to watch it when it comes out. I'll let you guys you, know. You stretching to do that. You stretching your documentary. It's just like you. You never did this like manifesto book thing, and yeah. you never did the high performance research thing. I never done the movie thing. Yeah, no clue what I was yeah. doing. But you find the right people. You find the experts. You work on your 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 your, your struggles, and you become better at it. And that's what we've been doing, man. That's it. But I think it's important because it gives you something new to kind of reach for. Yeah. Every couple of years. Yeah. That's it. But, but don't let go of everything right away and say, well, I'm just going to switch everything. Like, use the momentum you've been building to make sure that you can have the resources to keep impacting people and keep creating and things like that. Okay, my friends, I hope you have enjoyed the interview 
here that Lewis did on me and my career. Uh, I've just been so blessed to get to do this work, and I hope you heard that in the interview, how just how much I love this industry. And I know not everyone calls it an industry, but I really feel like when you've got an entire community of tens of thousands of people, you know, now our industry is valued at over a billion dollars. Every single day, people are spending literally tens of millions of dollars and learning from influencers or transacting through influencers. I think it's time for you to really question, could you do this? Is it time you take your life story and your life's wisdom and share it with others and get paid for it? Would you like to share your knowledge, your advice, your passions, build a community, build a business, build a huge audience, build the ability to have lifestyle freedom? Well, then that's the influencer space. So just go to influencermagazine.com. Again, that's influencermagazine.com and choose how you want to play. Do you want to come to Influencer 2019? That's our conference in San Diego, October 10th through 12th. Or would you like to learn from home by joining the Influencer Business Program where thousands of up and coming and many of the leading influencers alive today have joined so they can learn from me every single month how to do better marketing, how to do better branding, how to start their personal brand, how to scale the business, how to do things like team and ads and affiliates and videos and everything that you see us doing. Just go to influencermagazine.com, choose how you'd like to play along with us, and we'll get you the training and the support that you need to build your personal brand, grow your audience, scale a business, and achieve the impact and lifestyle freedom that you really want in terms of sharing your passion and your wisdom. Again, my friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you share this with somebody. If you know somebody who's really interested in this industry, please send it along and also tell them to go check out influencermagazine.com so they can be part of this community as it continues to scale and get better and better and better. Again, that's influencermagazine.com. Thanks for listening to this special series. Again, we'll continue dropping a few more marketing episodes for you so you can learn how the industry works and how you might get involved. Until then, go to InfluencerMagazine.com. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out.
Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well if you want to go check it out it's just 503-212-6125 literally just text me and say hey brendan or text me and say anything you want to say if you want me to see it just text me there it's 503-212-6125 and it's my exclusive text list and if you're not on it it's where i share some of my most popular episodes or if i drop a new youtube i send it your way or if i have some kind of free thing going on the internet i give that exclusive link out to that group so just go there and text me 503-212-6125 it's kind of cool it's back and forth this is my community text number so tons of my community share you know insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth and i'm in there my team's in there we really just try to engage you on a different platform it's super fun and again anytime i have something special going out this is the first group to know about it so just go text me at 503-212-6125